0: Ephesians chapter 2. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. wherein in time past we walked, ye walked, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversation, in the times past, and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. I'm going to go back and I'm going to read verse number 15 and a few verses, and just listen how this, I believe, can go together. Wherefore, also, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love, unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And you hath he quickened. As he raised Christ from the dead, and you, and you that are alive, and you that believe, and you hath he quickened. You know, in that song we sung, in the second verse, I believe it is Who has the power to raise the dead? Only a holy God. Who can raise the dead? I mean, let's let's not even go there for a second. Who can forgive sin? Only God. Why is man dead? Because of trespasses and sin. So who can forgive sin and raise the dead? Only the power of God. What is Paul praying for? He's praying to a people that God in chapter 1 has done a work in. Now he's going to bring now he's going to come back and he's going to show us what kind of condition we were really in and show us how that God, you know, no other there is the only, only the power of God can forgive sin. Only the power of God can raise the dead. So you and I were raised according to the power of God that raised Jesus Christ. And you, might, you might skip over that. You might skip over that and say that we might know the hope of His calling, what are the riches of, the, of, of His inheritance, and what is the exceeding greatness. I'd like for you to know the greatness of the power To usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. And you hath he quickened. Why did he have to quicken us? Because we were dead in trespasses and sin. Because of sin. Because we were born in a condition uh, David said, and we'll, we may read this more than once, but in that 51st Psalm, a very familiar scripture, he says this, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. What is he? i tell you what he is. Verse number 2, he's a child of disobedience. He came from parents of disobedience. They came from parents of disobedience. And you can go all the way back to Adam, who was a child of disobedience. That's what we were. So let's look at verse number 2. So we were dead in trespasses and sin in chapter number 1, or verse number 1. That was our condition, dead without question. And we tried to look at that the last time we looked in this chapter. But what a condition that man was in! And you know, I, I say this: it's not that you sin and become a sinner. It's not because of some certain sin that you become a sinner. Your sinning is a revelation of what's in you. Your revelation, the your sin is nothing more than an outward working of what's in you. Jesus said it's not what enters into a man that defiles the man, but it's what comes out of the man. What comes out of the man? Well, lots of things, and I won't get them all, but fornication and adulteries and murder and lying... All of that. You know what that is? That's a revelation of my nature without God. That's a revelation of your nature without God. So according to Paul, wherein the times passed, ye walked according to the course of this world. So now look at this. So you can't miss it. Let's look at this. And let's not... Let's see, I want you to see, and I've already said it before, but I want you to see again a first resurrection. And you hath he quickened, made alive. You hath he made alive. I realize that was put there by the translators, but look at verse 5. It's written there by the Holy Ghost in verse 5. Even when we were dead and sins hath quickened us together. So let's think about this for a moment. And you have he quickened who were dead, where in times past you walked. So can you see? Here's a man that's dead, but a man that's walking. So there is two different people. There's a spiritual man that's dead in trespasses in sin. And there is the natural man walking in sin. There is the natural man walking according to the course of this world. There is the spiritual man that is dead unto God. Dead unto the things of God. Has nothing to do with them. Has no realization of them. He's not influenced by them. He can't be influenced. He says in Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. What's the man in verse Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2? What is the man after the flesh doing? He is walking according to the course of this world. You see that? That man is walking according to the course of the world. For the uh, they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. This man is dead spiritually. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. So listen folks, there's got to be a new birth. You'll never get this natural man to follow God. You're never going to get the fleshly man, the carnal man, the natural man, to do and to follow the things of God. You may whoop him in, and you may beat him in emotionally, and you may shame him into an altar, but I promise you this, just give him a day or two, and he'll go back to his old nature, just like a hog to the walla and a dog to his vomit. He will not be changed until you're born again of the Spirit and power of God. Man, in his natural sense and his natural state, is a follower of the world. This is what the Bible... The Bible will back this up 1,000%. Where in time past ye walked. What's happened? I tell you they're walking different now. In the time past you walked... What are they now? They're believers. What are they now? They're changed. They're born. They have the indwelling Spirit of God in them. They're not walking according to the course of the world any longer. They've got a new Master... They've got a new indwelling. They've got a new spirit. They were walking according to the course of this world. What, what, what were they doing? I tell you, they were ruled. And that course of this world, that's the fashion. That's the custom. The custom in 64 AD, as we said this morning, may be somewhat different than it is in 2023. But I tell you what man is doing. Just, just look around. You know, I notice you. You know what the ladies in the church are doing? Especially the younger. And I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody. I just want you to see. They're wearing the fashions of the world. The men are wearing the fashions of the world. Look at your shoes. Look at the shoes you've been wearing. When did you buy those? why did he buy those boots three or four months ago I'm, I'm, not, I'm not down in that I'm just saying that we're following the course of the world not only in fashion but as an unsaved person now does that make that man any what spiritual or unspiritual not a bit in the world but can you see that and see how that the natural man without Jesus Christ follows the fashion of the world and the custom of the world in their thinking, in their actions, in their thoughts, in what is right and what is wrong? Are we not today in 2023, are we not today... Catechized, brainwashed into thinking today that many things in 2023, in 1923, would have been totally wrong. But in 2023, they're right. According to what our sister said, God changes not. So I ask you this if it was sin in 1923, if it was sin in 1823, because it is the fashion and it is the course of the world, in 2023, is it still sin? But you know what man in his fallen nature is going to do? Man is going to fall in and go with the world. And there's a lot of brainwashing. And i tell you this, Your little young'uns sitting in front of the TV set, if you're not careful on what they're watching, they're being brainwashed. Your children that go down to the schoolhouse, if you're not careful in watching what's being taught, they're going to be brainwashed. Everywhere you look today is trying to lead man to the course of this world. So Paul says, where in the time past you walked According to the course of this world, man is following after the custom, after the rules, after the fashion, after the things of the world. And I tell you, what the world is after, Who who's the ruler of the world? Who is the prince and the power of the air? Would that be Satan? So is the world. So the world can be spoke about in two different ways. The cosmos, so the inhabitation of the world. But you know, then we've got the age of the world. We've got the custom, the fashion, the likeness, the talk, the actions. We've got that of the world. What's he talking about here? I tell you, he's talking about walking after the custom, the fashion, the things of this world that are to turn and to twist and to move man toward the prince and the power of the air. You know, if if we're not careful, we'll get those. So the world, the cosmos, is the inhabited earth. But the world and the age is the present sinful order which is against God. You think our world as a whole is against God? Is it not? We've got, to be a, we've got to be foolish not to think that the world is against God. The world hates God. The world is against God. The age, the custom, the, 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 the sin, and the nature of the world is against God. But I need to get it down to me. I was against God. You were against God. Even in your morality. Let's look at it and let's say that we're a, a great moral person. Well, let me tell you that your morality and your goodness is against the grace of God. Because you are thinking that you, by your goodness and your morality, that that makes you to be better than others and makes you to be a candidate for heaven because of your morality. Can you see that morality? And I don't mean that in the wrong way. I believe it's good to be moral. But man's morality in the world, in the course of the world, morality is against the grace of God. I'm going to save myself. Now listen. Where where can I get my guideline? Where can I get the balance? Where can I get the graph? Where do I get the standard? Well, if I'll get my standard from this world today, you know what I might do? I might live above the rest. Right? I might be a star pupil in the world today, but if my standard is the Lord Jesus Christ, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to leave the world and come down and be born again and have a new nature and change the way that I'm walking and start walking, oh, not in the course of this world, but walking according to the way that God bids me to by that that He puts on my heart. Listen to these words. we in the time past you walked according to the course of this world. So let's look at a, a couple of verses. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, a very familiar scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. Be not deceived. L- 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 let's read two or three verses. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9. Know ye not... Now listen to this scripture. 1 Corinthians 6 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, Nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. You know what these people are doing? They're walking according to the course of this world. And such were some of you. So Paul says in that second verse, wherein the time passed, thank God, thank God we're not walking there today. Thank God. And what such, such were some of you. Could you put your name in there somewhere? Maybe, maybe you might say, well, I'm not one of these or I'm not one of these. Would there be anything in there that might include you? So if I look in there, fornicator, idolater, adulterer, effeminate, abuser of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners, none of these are going to inherit the kingdom of God. But thank God, and such were some of you, but, but God come by. But the Lord come by and raised a dead man. But the Lord come by with the power of God and brought a man who was dead in trespasses and sin and was headed down the road and walking just like the rest of the world in their lost condition was walking. He made a new man. Thank God. Now listen. If you continue to walk that way, you're not saved. Ephesians 4.22 Put off, that you put off concerning the former conversation, so the old behavior, the old lifestyle, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Colossians one 21. Colossians one twenty one And you that were sometimes alienated Who were we alienated from? We were alienated and estranged from God. We were separated from God. Colossians one twenty one and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet how, how could I be an alien and alienated and separated from God in my mind? I tell you, my, the whole man, the whole man. Listen folks, because a man commits adultery, because somebody is an embezzler, because somebody is a murderer, because somebody is an idolater, because somebody is an extortioner, Well, they're a sinner. (coughs) Who did that come from? That was inside. That was in the man. You think you're going to be an embezzler or an extortioner without thinking? Oh, no. No, that was thought about quite a while. You think the man that commits adultery or the woman that commits adultery on their mate, you think they just did that all of a sudden? Oh, no, that was in the mind. You see, the problem is, the whole man has fallen. Man has fallen from the top of his head to the sole of his foot. It's not just that his sensual nature has fallen. His thinking has fallen. His actions are fallen. His sensuality has fallen. Every part of man has fallen. His thinking is corrupt. His actions are corrupt. And why is that? Because the whole man has been affected by the fall of the whole man. The whole man has fallen. Why in the world would Cain rise up and murder his brother? I tell you, the whole man has fallen. The murder is a revelation of what's in the heart and in the mind. The very seat of the affection, then the emotions are fallen. That's where we were walking. That's where we were living. We were on the road with the rest of the fallen world. We were on the road, and listen, you know you might have been raised in a neighborhood or you might have went to a school that had more Christians in it than another. But I'll tell you what the nature is. The nature is to fall and to fall away from God and to follow what the rest of the world is doing. And I don't believe that there could be anybody, I don't believe there could be anybody that would be a greater example than a teenager. Wants to be accepted. Isn't that right? You've been there. You want to be accepted, don't you? You want to fit in. You don't want to be some sore thumb. You don't want to be a standout. You don't want to be someone that everybody looks at you and says, Man, they're weird, aren't they? But you see how the devil uses that. Colossians 3 and 7, Paul says this. Colossians chapter 3, verse 7. In the which ye also walked sometimes when ye lived in them. What's wrong? For which sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which you also walked. You Colossians that are saved, you walked there too. You walked as a child of disobedience. Just like these other people that are disobedient today, you were there. You need not think that you've never been there. If you're saved, you've been there. And if you're not saved, you're still there. You're a child of disobedience. Come from parents of disobedience. Came from parents that were fallen. Just like David said about his birth. So let's think about this just a little more. Where in the time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to... Now now notice this. According to the course of the world. According to the prince of the power of the air. You know what we were doing? In line with, in conformity with. I was conforming my life to the world. According to means in accordance with or in conformity to. How was I walking? I was walking in conformity to the world. I was walking according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit. So could we say that Satan is Satan the prince and the power of the air? Is he the one that is the ruler, and 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 that spirit, that spirit of disobedience? Where does that come from? Does it come from God? Well, who else is there? John eight forty four. John eight. I'm going to read several verses here if you just bear with us just a minute. 839. They answered and said unto unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that has told you the truth which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. What are these Pharisees and Jews doing? Why do they want to kill Jesus Christ? Has he mistreated them? Has he done something against God? Has he done something awful, something atrocious? Absolutely not. He has done absolutely nothing but good. Why do they want to kill him? I tell you because they are under the rule and under the reign and are living according to the prince and the power of the air. Why preacher, they're the the religious elite. They're children of the devil. I don't care how many names... How many names is on the roll? How far back they can trace their lineage unto Abraham? How far back they can say there's nobody come into our lineage that's not in in in, in, in the tribes of Israel? I'll tell you this, Jesus said you're of the devil. There's only two to rule. It's either the devil. If you're lost and undone, the devil's living on the throne of your heart. He's ruling and reigning from there. He rules and reigns from the heart of men and women. Listen. Listen to the scripture. I believe this scripture is pretty plain. But now you seek to kill me, a man that had told you the truth which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. You know what they said? They said they were, Abraham was their father. Right? They said unto him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. So they're going past Abraham to God. You know what they're saying? God's our father. They may be able on the fleshly side, the natural side, to trace their lineage back to Abraham, back to Adam, back to God. But the spiritual side... They're the children of the devil. You're going to have to be born again. You're going to have to have a change in nature, a change of character. You are of your father. They said unto him, we are not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said, if God were your father, you would love me. That's true, isn't it? He's God, isn't He? Would God, would people of God love Their own. (laughs) For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but He sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Why do you, why are you not able? Why? Because you cannot hear. You can't bear it. You can't hear it. You can't understand it. You are of your father. I tell you, he's got real plain now, hasn't he? You are of your father the devil and the lust or the desires of your father. You desire. You will do. You long to do. You know why man was walking according to the course of this world? That's the only thing he knew and he loved it. Listen, just another, another word. You are of your father the devil. Now he's talking to the elite religious crowd in Jerusalem. You are of your father the devil and the lust or the desires of your father you will do. You choose to do. You prefer to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. He... When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Who is man? Who is man following if he's not born again of the spirit and the power and believer of the Lord Jesus Christ? He is a, father of, he is a follower of the devil and a child of the devil. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. And the whole man is fallen. And Paul said in the beginning, ye, now he's going to say we. Notice it. Notice it. Verse number 2. Where in the time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, that that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among also we all. So were the Jews, did the Jews have to be, did they really, I mean, did they have to be born again? They're God's chosen. No, they have to be born again as well. They were followers of the devil as well. They had to have faith as well. They were corrupt and they were fallen and they were following after the things of the world. You know what they said about Jesus. We're going to have to get rid of this fella, or we're going to lose our place in the world system. The religious system had a place for them. And they loved their place. And I tell you, the only way, the only way for them to keep their place, we're going to have to get rid of this man. Oh, I tell you, that's the world. That's following the world. You know, if Christ moves in, if Christ moves into the heart, I'm going to lose my place. And really the place that I had was just a fallacy. It was a lie. I had no place with God. I had no standing with God. I had no righteousness toward God. I had no acceptance with God. All of that was in my mind. That was a lie that the devil gave And do you know this? I'm going to have to lose my place. I believe it's just like Naaman. Then went he down. You'll have to come down. If Christ ever moves into your heart and you go up, you'll have to come down. There'll have to be a realization in the eyes of God we're dead. Our sins and our trespasses have separated us and we are dead. And listen. We were dead to start with. And our sins and our trespasses is a revelation of our deadness. It's a revelation of our nature without God. So, we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The Spirit So I ask you this. If you're saved, does the Spirit of God direct you? Yes, He does. He, the Holy Ghost, directs you. If you're saved and born again, is there a Spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience? Comes from the prince and the power of the air, right? The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So, this spirit that wanted to kill these Jews, Pharisees, that wanted to kill Jesus, where did that come from? <laughs> that came from the spirit working within them. And that spirit was of the devil. That spirit, and this is, this is what I'm driving at, folks. Outside, Paul is wanting us to know about the power of God that brought you to a place of believing. It was according to the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. Can you see how hopeless that man is without the power of God? Here he is, got a nature against God under the control and under the leadership of the Spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, so as under the power, under the influence, under the control of the devil. I'm following the course of this world. I'm headed to hell, believing a lie. I can hear the only hope that there is is the power of God would come by and make a change in my life. There's no other hope for man... To be saved outside of the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead to come and quicken you, that you would now have a desire to be saved that you never, ever had before. There's no other way for you to be saved but for the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead to raise you from the dead. Quicken you that you could come and confess and believe in the Lord Jesus. You don't have the power to get away from the devil, you don't have a desire to get away from the world, you don't have a desire to hear the truth. When the truth is told, it's just like the Pharisees. They hated Him because He told them the truth. That's the shape that man is in without the power of God. So God, help us to realize this. If there's anything that we need in the church, and I'll start with me, anything that is needed in the church, it's the power of God To convince, to convict, to persuade, to give faith, to make alive those that are dead. To deliver them from the clutches of Satan. To deliver our families and our people from the strong man that has them. And there's no worry and no bother. And people sit in the church house and they're not bothered. I wonder why they're not bothered. It must be because there's a lack of power working in them. Because if there was a power of God working in them, I believe that the devil's goods would be in disarray. So we need the power of God, don't we? Don't we need the power of God? Is there any other way for people to be delivered from the devil, delivered from the lie, Delivered from following the course of this world. Delivered from trespasses and sin. And delivered from being dead. Is there any other means besides the power of God that raised Jesus? There's no other means. That is the only means that there is. So this spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience. So can you see this? That spirit that controls. That spirit that was in control of you before you were saved. My God, when I think about the way I lived. The way I talked. What I wanted to do. And what I didn't want to do. I was under the control of of the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Know this, friend, that your family and your friends and your neighbors and your people are no different than what you were. It'll take the same power of God that brought you to salvation to bring them to salvation. They're in the same place. Listen, don't you excuse them because they're your sister. Don't you excuse them because that's your mother. Don't you excuse them because that's your son or your daughter. Know this. The same road going down to hell that you were on, that's the same road that they're on today. And nothing outside of the power of God will bring them off of that road. We're all, we were all in that shape. Sin entered into the world by one man and death came upon all. But through the Lord Jesus Christ, man can be delivered from death and from the devil and from trespasses and sin and be brought into the family of God, but it will be only by the power of God that raised Him from the dead. Because my family's dead, and your family's dead. Preacher, my family's good people. They're not into drugs or alcohol or into illicit sex. Or, or they're not into the wickedness of this. They're not drinkers. They're, they're not dopers. I don't care how moral they are. They're fallen. They're children of the devil. They are following the world. They are following through and by that Spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You know what this is? This is a manifestation that there is no obedience unto God. How many do we know that says they're saved and does not want to come to the house of God? How many do you know that says they're saved And don't want nothing to do with the house of God. You know what that is? That is disobedience to the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is disobedience unto the word of God. You know what that is? That's a manifestation of who they belong to. A manifestation. Oh, preacher, they're moral people, they're lost people. I don't care how moral they are, how good they are, how hard they work, How they pay their bills on time. They are still lost and undone going according to the course of this world under the power of the prince and the power of the hour. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The spirit that now worketh in the children of darkness. I tell you we were all on the road to hell. Paul included. Jews included. Gentiles included. adulterers included. Idolaters included. Moral men included. Nicodemus included. It does not matter. Every man was fallen in Adam and every man has fallen from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. The whole man is fallen. And it will take the power of God to bring about a resurrection. And again, I'll say this. Revelation chapter 20 talks about the first resurrection. Right here it is in Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 2. Here's the first resurrection. So a spirit that is in opposition to the will, disobedient, disobedient children. Now listen to that. What about that? Children. So were we all dead? Were we all on the road to hell? We were all on the road to hell. Listen. Listen to what the Bible says about the devil. The devil in uh, 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 Revelation chapter number 12. The Bible says this. And that great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying, Now is salvation come, and strength and kingdom of our God, and the power of our Christ, for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. So the devil is cast out the accuser of the brethren. Can he accuse me today? He can accuse me every day of my life. But know this. He cannot accuse me before God. Listen. Listen to Romans chapter number 8, Romans chapter number 8, I tell you the devil has been defeated, verse number uh, 33, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth, who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God who maketh intercession for us. Can the devil accuse me before God? No, ma'am, and no, sir. He may accuse me to my own thinking, to my own mind, to my own failures. He may accuse me. He cannot accuse me before God. And the devil was cast out. And listen, this devil, when was the devil cast out? Well, according to... You know, I know this could be controversial. I know people, other people say, well, I don't believe that. But listen to what the Bible said. The Bible said, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ, for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. I tell you, friend, salvation has come. Now, was the devil, before I was saved, was the devil living, ruling, reigning in me? the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So the devil, before God saved me, the devil was the ruler and the reigner. And if you're not saved today, the devil's still calling all the shots. But when salvation came, the devil was cast out. And you might disagree with this, but the devil was cast out into the earth I still got a flesh to deal with. I still got a devil to tempt. I still got a devil to deal with day by day. But I want you to know this. We could go on farther in the revelation and we could get another picture of The same thing in my opinion. He's on a chain. The devil's on a chain. I tell you, he can't destroy me. But you know what I can do? Now, you just think about this. The dog's on on a chain. Now, he can come to right here. All right? If the dog can come to right there. When I go past the length of that chain, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting into his territory. I'm putting myself into the territory, into the temptation, into the trouble, into the danger of the devil. The devil is cast out of heaven and cast in to the earth. Now, according to this word of God, salvation has come. The accuser of the brethren is cast down. I don't know how you want to think about it, but i got to get it down personal. That didn't happen for everybody. That's happened for the saved, for the born again. But I've still got this flesh... Paul said, when I would do good, evil is present. Why was there evil present? God saved the soul, didn't he? But now listen, greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. As our brother says, sometimes there's an alarm system goes off when I step out of the will of God, when I go down the road of disobedience, when I start to get into territory of that raging line, the devil, who is on a chain, when I get into his territory, I believe there's an alarm system going off. The Holy Ghost begins to speak to me. So, let's think just a little bit more. To the Prince of the power of the air, the Spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Can you see this? The children of. Where did we come from? Children of. Children of disobedience. He'll come on down and he'll say in verse number 3, and we're by nature the children of wrath. (laughs) You know what I was? I was by nature a child of disobedience. Every child, there ain't a child sitting in here that mom and daddy don't know they've got a child of disobedience, don't you? You tell them what to do. You tell them what not to do. What are they going to do? They're going to try it. We are children of, out of. Can you see that? the preposition of out of we are children of disobedience listen to what listen to first uh, peter i believe it is first <clears throat> 1 peter 123 we've already read to you out of psalm 51:5 1 peter first 1 peter 114 first first peter 114 I'm going to read verse 13 as well. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fastening yourselves according to the former lust and your ignorance. So before we were not children as as obedient children. Before, we were children of disobedience. Verse number 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, so that my first birth, a natural birth, was from corruptible seed. I had a mother and daddy who were children of disobedience. They had a mother and daddy who were children of disobedience. You know what they could produce? Another child of disobedience. That's what I was. But 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 being born again. Thank God, here's a new birth. Thank God, here is being born from death, out of death unto life. Here is a resurrection, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. There's a new birth. 2 Peter 2:14. 2, 2 Peter 2:14. 2, having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, on heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Who are these? These are people that are lost. These are professors, but they don't know the Lord what a condition that man is really in and now worketh the prince and the power we wherein the time past we walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience we all had our nature our life We were all there. Listen to what the Bible says. Timothy, I want you as a servant not to strive. I want you to be gentle with all men, apt to teach, patient in meekness. Timothy, I want you in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will, I tell you, outside of the power of God, the devil is in control of our lives. And you know what he does with us? Anything that he wants to. The devil knows exactly what Daniel's besetting sin is. He knows what Clark's the setting seed so when he tempts us and when he comes by to capture us he brings by that that appeals to the flesh and if you are not a child of God <coughs> you will fall to him every time He takes you captive at His will. You know what the picture is there? The picture is an animal in a snare. And the animal's not dead, but the owner of the snare, which is the devil, you know what you are? You are as good as dead. You are in the snare. You are in the trap. Of the devil. The only thing that is waiting is your execution. There is where all, all of man is without the power of God to raise us from the dead.